Matthew, we are gathered here today. This is why I love college football, because there are the actual games, but then there's drama outside the games. And boy, today did we get some drama with Lincoln Riley headed to USC. So for Campus to Canton, you you and I are standing in here on Sunday night. Uh, The news broke earlier today. Um, Lincoln Riley is headed to OU. And, you know, there were some rumors um, on Saturday. It was it was said that on Friday night, Lincoln Riley had a team meeting talking about the rumors circulating about him. It was said that he was going to LSU uh, and he expressed commitment to OU through this season, but would not commit beyond this season. Well, it turns out he's not even going to be there for the bowl game because there's going to be a press conference tomorrow introducing him as the new coach in California, USC. Um, What are your thoughts, man? I mean, it's not surprising. The landing spot is, you know, we talked obviously a little bit about it last night on Coast to Coast that there there was way too much smoke for there to not be some kind of fire on what was going to happen with Lincoln Riley. We thought it was going to be LSU with all the reporting going on. Um, but I'll be honest, I think USC is probably a step up as well over Oklahoma. And I feel like I'm really crapping on Oklahoma because I said that about LSU last night. But with USC, we talked a lot about it on Debbie Debate maybe a month ago at this point. And we really kind of talked about how if USC can get back to the way it was when they had like Leinart and Reggie Bush there because of all of the talent out in California. We've seen all that talent leave, all those quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Allegedly. Leave. Yeah, well, yeah. Leave California to go to these other schools. If you can get a guy in there who can recruit, and I do think Lincoln Riley can recruit, look at what he's been able to do with those classes that he's brought in at Oklahoma. We talked about on Coast to Coast last night. If you can keep those guys in-state and at USC, USC's probably going to be the best team in the Pac-12, and I don't even think it's close. Right now, Oregon's been dominating because of the down seasons from USC, and I think USC can easily jump then. So right now, Oregon's stealing all those kids from California. I don't think that happens with Lincoln Riley going to USC. USC is a blue blood school that is not in the SEC, and that is something that OU is not. So OU and Texas getting ready to head to the SEC. And, you know, I mean, if you had – what is OU in the SEC? The third best team? You know, maybe. I mean, so, yeah. maybe. so um, it's uh, it looks like Lincoln Riley is running away from that competition, but it's still it seems like a smart move. If he can bring it seems like USC is always recruiting or excuse me, gunning for offense. They bring Lincoln Riley in, who's one of the best offensive minds in the country. We are all very excited about Jackson Dart. You pair them together, that has to be a good match. Uh, in these last four games, Gary Bryant has had 370 yards and four touchdowns. He's essentially been their leading receiver. You have to be excited for him too. Michael Trigg, a freshman tight end that people were very excited for. You have to be excited about him. But there are implications and ripples all over the place with this news. Um what are your thoughts about what it means specifically for 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 the players there at USC now? 
I mean, I, I think as crazy as this might be to say, I think this makes them favorites to win the Pac-12 next year. I mean, coming into this year, we talked a lot about if Slovis could put together something close to his freshman season, they had the pieces on offense to be a very good team. They're getting that. I mean, realistically, what are they losing? London, I think Ingram's probably going to be gone too, but they'll be able to find a running back. You mentioned it on Coast Coast last night. Lincoln Riley's really good at bringing in those transfer portal running backs. He can probably bring somebody in, fix that right away. They've got a ton of great weapons on the outside, and I do think Dart is a really good quarterback. And, and putting him in Lincoln Riley's system, you know, we've seen him develop Kyler, develop Jalen Hurts, develop Baker Mayfield, all those guys. Two of those guys won a Heisman. One guy was a Heisman finalist. All three were drafted in the top two rounds. Uh, two of them went in the first round, obviously. Number one picks overall in Baker and Kyler. And Jackson Dart has all the tools. I mean, he's one of Austin's favorite freshman quarterbacks, and he's one of the only ones who's really gone out there and produced. He looked good in that first game. He went out there. I want to say it was against Washington State, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got no, injured. Washington. I think it was Washington. Maybe yep. it was Washington. Yeah, he went out there, looked good. He came in for Keenan Slovis, mm -hmm. threw a couple touchdowns. He, he threw a pick first. I think it was like his second or third pass. Didn't get rattled, came right back out there, ended up throwing four touchdowns in that game. Looked amazing, and he looked really good in the past couple games as well. So now you bring in a really great offensive mind like Riley. It's going to be good for him. Speaking of transfer running backs, we're not here to talk about him, but the rumors are is that Jameer Gibbs is going yes. to be entering the transfer portal. I don't know why the hell he would go to Tennessee, his intended destination. I think he should stay at Georgia Tech. We're not here to talk about Jameer Gibbs. Um, Jackson Dart's skill set is more similar to Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray than Caleb Williams' skill set is. You know, Caleb Williams' skill set is more similar to Jalen Hurts. But I think that Dart and Riley are going to be a good match. And I really, it's really, you know, Taj Washington transferred there from uh, Memphis. He's had an okay season, but I mean, you have to believe that Lincoln Riley is going to scheme up that uh, offense to get wide receivers open. And, and <laughs> again, Jackson Dart hasn't played a lot, but I think he's uh, consensus, a top 15 ish quarterback and he could see a stock bump as a result of this news now let's talk a little bit about recruiting so just in the last few hours brandon ennis a wide receiver one according to the 24 7 composite in the class of 2023 i know that's one year removed but he has decommitted from oklahoma now remember these guys these guys can reclassify we've seen it with uh, with uh, Braylon Allen. We saw it with Tony Grimes at North Carolina. We saw it with more infamously with Quinn Ewers. They can reclassify. Brandon Ennis has, de has, has and he's the wide receiver one, uh, he, he has um, decommitted. Trayon Webb, a top five running back in the same class, he has decommitted. But I think what we're really waiting for is Oklahoma has two running backs that are committed to next year, Relique Brown and Gavin Sawchuk. And you've done a breakdown on Gavin Sawchuk, yeah. uh, Matt. Um, but Relique Brown is in high school in California at Matter Day. Yeah. I think that we could see either one or both of those guys decommit, which, again, could have a domino, domino effect. This is why we love college football. Yeah, uh, 100%. I think – Right now, um, I was just talking with Adam Lewis, who's, who's a friend of both of ours, obviously, uh, on Twitter. I I'd be surprised if Gavin did. When I talked to him, it, it wasn't just 
Um, Riley, he said he had a really good um, relationship with running the running backs coach, Coach Murray, as well. So I, I don't know how much of that is Riley. He mm-hmm. might stay there because he's from Colorado. I don't know if that if that part ties in so much. Maybe he would follow him to USC. I we don't should, know. Maybe we should say that recruiting. It's Demar. It's Demarco Murray, the former Oklahoma running back. Oh yeah, himself, sorry, former yeah. Former, yeah, yeah. former Dallas Cowboys and Eagles running yeah. back. Who's the running back coach there at OU? Yeah, so I mean, he he said that he's got a really great relationship with him. Um, so I don't know, but Relique Brown does seem realistic. He he's from the area. Uh, maybe he decommits. And another big one too is Malachi Nelson, who was very open in his recruiting that he wanted to go play for Lincoln Riley. He's from Los Al- Alamitos, I think, California. So now you got Riley going back to California. Does he decommit in the twenty twenty three class and possibly go to USC? Uh, that would be interesting because i don't know if he'd want to sit for likely two years he's gonna have to sit next year and i would think the year after I, I don't know that he would beat dart out especially if dart plays plays well next year but yeah i mean i think this really could open up the floodgates for for what could happen at oklahoma right now uh because we're uh, what are we two or three weeks away i think from early signing period so we could see a lot of these guys all of a sudden decommit i mean not to go uh, to go off topic just here for a second we saw javante citizen who is a top running back in this class all of a sudden decommit from lsu i I would not be surprised if we don't see a bunch of these guys start decommitting uh, because they were wanting to go play for lincoln riley and he's not at oklahoma anymore malachi nelson is a four-star quarterback prospect again in the class of 2023 who has commit who committed to OU? So essentially, he would be following Caleb Williams. Would be Caleb Williams' successor. We're watching. We've seen a couple of these 2023 class guys uh, decommit, and Malachi Nelson is from uh, California. It would be natural for him to then follow uh, Jackson Dart um, if he wanted to follow Lincoln Riley to California. We met- What's going to happen at OU? So these these rumors had already been circulating this weekend, and the word on the street is that uh, Josh Heupel, who's current, who's at UCF, who's at Tennessee now, could be going to Oklahoma. That makes sense to me because Josh Heupel, who I guess people don't remember. Like, I vividly remember Josh Heupel. You know what's crazy is I'm seeing D'Amico Ryans on the sidelines for the Houston Texans. I vividly remember D'Amico Ryans as a as – a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. D'Amico Ryans was a Houston Texans, was with the Houston Texans. He's on the sideline for the San Francisco 49ers as a defensive coordinator. I vividly remember D'Amico Ryans as a, uh, as a, as a player. But, no, we're talking about uh, – uh, Josh Heupel, the former OU quarterback, I wrote last week as uh, that Spencer Rattler, that Tennessee could be a potential destination for Spencer Rattler because Josh Heupel was a former OU quarterback. But the rumor is is that Heupel could be on his way to uh, OU. I think that that makes sense given that upstyle offense and OU always being known for offense and the fact that Josh Heupel is an alumnus. That makes sense. That's a fit for me. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, so they've they've talked about three names that I've seen, and I, I do think Heupel would be the best fit. The biggest coup would be if they get uh, Sonny Dykes, who is the word on Twitter right now, is that they really want him. He hasn't been announced as TCU's head coach yet, so he could, he could go to TCU. I believe that their press conference is scheduled for Tuesday. So he could he could technically change his mind and go to OU. That's that's a lot of talks. They said him and 
Last I saw him and Cliff Kingsbury were also at the top of the list. Cliff Kingsbury doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I, I don't know if that's like his agent just trying to get more money out of him. This is the last year of Kingsbury's contract with Arizona, but they're likely going to make it to the NFL playoffs this year uh, unless they just completely bottom out in the second half. I don't see Arizona then firing Cliff Kingsbury if they get him to the playoffs. So I, I don't understand why his name's getting floated out there. Maybe it is because of the agent thing. So if you take Dykes out of the running as well, because he's he said he was going to TCU and they've announced it, but he can't still change his mind, then yeah. I mean, Hypo, I think, is going to do a good job there. Anyways, look at what Tennessee's done this year. I, I think most of us yeah. expected them to win like two games. Uh, and he's looked he's, really he's good with He's got Hendon Hooker as a yeah, consideration exactly. for the NFL draft. I'm like, what the yeah, heck? Exactly. So, I mean, if he goes to Oklahoma, I think that's a good thing for – uh, for Caleb Williams to keep him on track a little bit. I mean, we don't know that Heupel's got the success that Lincoln Riley has, but I don't think it's a complete, like, you know, Malachi, Malachi Nelson, I'm sorry, uh, Caleb Williams' stock just takes a massive tank because he's losing Lincoln Riley. And we talked about it a little bit here, too. I actually think Heupel might be a better fit for Caleb Williams because we see him not afraid to run Hendon Hooker, which has kind of been your biggest complaint with Lincoln Riley and Caleb it Williams. Been. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I, I think that that would be a great fit. It would suck for Spencer Rattler because we feel like he might've been going to Tennessee and now he's going to be kind of stuck back. We'll see what happens with him. But I think it would be a great fit. I actually think, and I don't know exactly, I, I guess I can go in there and pull it up. I don't know what Tennessee's recruiting class is ranked at, but I'm almost positive they were doing a much better job uh, this year than what a lot of people expected. And I think that, again, is the hypo effect. Well, it's crazy how good, effective, and fun offenses can have an effect, excuse me, on recruiting. And that's a Jim Harbaugh tweet. Um, all right. let's. Uh, what else do we need to talk about with this news? Oh, we've talked about who's declassified. We've talked about, or excuse me, who's decommitted. Um, They're 33rd nationally. And 11th in the SEC right now. So, okay. Well, for the sake of campus to Canton leagues, I think the bottom line is: is first of all, Jackson Dart was already trending towards be, being a must-have. At least we have been promoting him as being a must-have. I think that you need to consider Gary Bryant Jr. to be a must-have. Um, he's having an excellent second half of the season. He had that monster game, 161 yards receiving. And Jack, he and Jackson Dart seem to have a connection. Keaton Slovis, we are already considering him to be a transfer candidate. We don't think he's going to enter the the, the draft. It, it's a foregone conclusion that he's not going to be at USC uh, next year. And so I think that that's those. That's like that's the bottom line. It's we're going to pay attention to whether or not Relique Brown and Gavin Sawchuk whether they decommit. I mean, Matt, freshman drafts are right around the corner in March. This is why we love yeah. C2Cs. You have to be paying attention to this news because these players that you could be drafting in campus camp leagues in March could be on the move. And so you got to pay attention. We're going to be paying attention for you. Yeah, just, just to add to that, there's four guys. You mentioned Malachi Nelson, Relique Brown, um, and I'll give it to to Derek at Solving Football on Twitter. He He's part of our team. He he tweeted it out. He went and looked at it. Malachi Nelson, Relique Brown, Makai Lemon, uh, who's an at, listed as an athlete but can play running back, and wide receiver DeAndre Moore Jr. All four guys are from that area, all committed to go play for Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. Now he's going to USC. Could all, could all decommit and possibly go to USC. So, I mean, that's the thing. We could, we could really see 
Lincoln Riley flipped this recruiting class in a major way for USC. And, and like I said, all of a sudden, not even just be a, a top team next year, but already flip the script and then be a, a big team, be the top dog in the Pac-12 again moving forward. I think it's a great move. Great move by them. Sucks for Oklahoma, but it's a great move by USC. There are some people listening to this that didn't watch USC and Texas in that Rose Bowl. There are some people that listen that are listening to this that didn't see Reggie Bush and Lendell White and Matt Leinart play and uh, and Dwayne Jarrett. I remember there was a conversation about who is the better wide receiver, Calvin Johnson or Dwayne Jarrett, the Carolina Panthers draftee. USC at one point was a dominant football team under Pete Carroll. Under Pete Carroll, before Pete Carroll left because of the potential uh, NCAA violations when he went to Seattle. So keep it locked to Campus to Can. Look, we got you covered tonight. We got you covered anytime breaking news breaks for Matt Bruning and Felix Sharp. Good night and good luck. <laughs>